welcome to Who Does a Podcast. I'm your host, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with... This is Kyle. And... Rick. And this is the show where we review and rank all the songs. Nope. This is a show where we review, <laughs> rank, and dig into the soundtrack of some of your and our favorite films. This is episode 39 of this season. Uh, and we are covering The Phantom of the Opera. Uh, originally written for the stage by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And taken to film by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Joel Schumacher. Um, I will ask my co-host here, fellas, had you seen it before? Had you heard any of it before? What well, I want to say this is the 2004 version. Um, yes. There's been a couple before we are doing. Great point. You said Joel Schumacher, but yeah, we're doing I the did. I did. 2004 yeah. film. Adaptation. There's a lot of fun facts on this one. Um, that we'll save mm-hmm. for after the general thoughts here, but um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Rick first. Uh, Rick, had you seen it before? Had you heard any of it before? Had you seen it on stage? Maybe because I know you've seen a couple things on stage. Uh, what were your thoughts? What were your takeaways from this? Um, I, I saw this on the stage of life. Um, ah, a couple days ago, when okay. I turned on the TV and streamed it. Um, prior to that, never saw it. Um, I did hear it no. before. Okay. Because you gave us crap last week when I asked had anyone seen it in any form. <laughs> and then you said you had, but not the movie. Correct. So you had you had seen a play, perhaps? Of this one? Of the Phantom of the Opera. No, no, no. I saw it on the stage of life, meaning I sat down on the couch eventually and watched uh-huh. it. And that stage one called I, my I, life. I followed that. Yeah, I yeah, followed yeah. that part. Um, okay. But I had heard the opening before. Ah. Okay. Um, couldn't place it. The, yep. the famous organ yes, sting. The famous Maybe organ. Maybe it was The Simpsons. Um, Simpsons does a lot of these things. Possibly. Oh, it gets used a lot. It gets used a lot, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure I think Diamond herself she was like oh I finally figured out where that went to <laughs> don't think she left a comment though but uh-huh. she watched it <laughs> um, but yeah no it was just one of those things where uh, didn't know anything about it um, I've I've been told it's boring um, don't watch it you'll fall asleep hmm. um, but, but what were your takeaways I had to watch it and. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the music. Um, Gerard Butler. I was gonna say your boy. My boy was in it. He did his thing. Um, not a not not Russell Crowe in uh Les Mis, but not Russell Crowe. In damn close. He's a step above. I think he's a step above Russell. Step Crow. above. What? Mm. Oh yeah. From a singing perspective, maybe, but not from the acting of it. Maybe it's the character of the role. 
but mm. I still I just think this movie um, lends to overacting, like this this property, I should true. say. And I just like more songs from Les Mis than Yeah, I'm I'm this, speaking from a strictly singing perspective, yeah. I think. Oh no, but from uh, a singing perspective Butler, Butler did better. He, I, I, you know what? I'll agree with you. He did, but not by much. Okay, I, I guess I, I have but, to jump in and say I disagree. <laughs> but there's you no think song Crow was better. I think Russell Crowe was better. There's only one song, nah. on here that was better than Stars. Bro? Russell Crowe and Stars can't, can't really get to that. Yet. Amazing. Oh, listen amazing to enough. listen to it all the time. I listen to it all the time as well. All the time. You guys are insane. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, no. Nah. One day more. Yeah. He's good in One Day More. Confrontation. He's good in the oh, whole he thing. Carry star. He doesn't carry stars. It no, doesn't work. He carries I listen back so to great. stars, and I'm like, you know what? We I were know. a little harsh on him at the beginning. We've been over it's, this. You guys were. I love that from the beginning. But um, yeah, no. Uh, but <laughs> back to this ranks. one. Um, <laughs> back to this one. No, overall, um, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Um, it moved a lot faster than I thought it would. I thought it would be a slow movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it okay. It had some pacing issues here and there, but for the most part, it worked. Um, so overall, yeah, it's coming enjoyed in like uh, two twenty, I believe. Yeah, two twenty. Yeah, two twenty, two twenty-five ish. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Didn't feel that long. Um, great time watching it. So, yeah. All right. Kyle, what were your thoughts? Uh, I had not seen any form of Phantom of the Opera or its various parodies and spinoffs, such as Phantom of the Multiplex. Oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we went over this. We went over this last episode. Oh, did we? But, uh, last episode. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Yeah, you asked if I'd seen it. I was like, no, I, I did not. I that Watch the Disney Ariel Channel in or 2004 or whatever it was. But, uh... <laughs> No, but like it's one of those like things by osmosis. You pick up stuff. You hear the the organ sting that they play, and you know he's a weirdo that lives at the opera house with the mask and everything. I gotta see if that's on Disney Plus. Phantom of the Mega. So, oh, I have no doubt. Uh, they got everything on there. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really know what the story was. I really thought the Phantom was more of like a like a sympathetic hero. And I thought in this no. movie he's just a complete dick. Uh, no, I so say that either that kind of surprised me. Like I didn't really know like what the characters like the uh, want to say characterization of a character, but yeah, that kind of thing. So yeah, um, I did enjoy watching it. I think it is pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say the pace is as good as Rick seemed to uh, like it. I was also drinking. I should say that. Oh, I was not. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's good. Like Joel Schumacher is one of those guys. Yeah, it's he's like a famous gun for hire. Like he's mm. he's had a very interesting career of just latch or not latching on, but like getting hired for projects and just you know he's gonna do a good job. What is this? Can joke? I? Can I, I want to throw another name in there because when I think of Joel Schumacher, I also think <laughs> of this person. But I might get I may get lambasted. Um, lambasted, whichever way you want to say it. But Joel Schumacher and Ron Howard feel like the exact same director to mm. me. No, I think Ron Howard's got a little bit more, a little more style, of a personal thing. 
Okay. Yeah, he tends to go towards more like the sappy kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but Shulmu, Shul, yeah, Schumacher will do anything. <laughs> I mean, R.I.P. to the man, but he he just did anything. Oh, he's passed. I thought I looked him up. Oh yeah, like a couple years ago. Oh yeah. What? Oh, yep. Twenty twenty. Eighty years old. Oh, okay, twenty twenty. Uh, but yeah, right, I think like oh, he's like a guy. <laughs> yeah, he wrote the Wiz. He wrote yeah. on the Wiz. Yeah. He wrote the Wiz. He wrote. He, he has wrote a writing credit for the Wiz. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he wrote the screenplay. That was okay. one of the things I brought up because I was like, got a white director, a white writer. Oh. Yeah, I remember. That, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't. It was an interesting choice. But yeah, I think the cast did great. Um, Gerard Butler included as the Phantom. Patrick Wilson, I did not know he was a singing guy. He apparently right? started his yeah. career on stage. Yeah. Off Broadway, on Broadway. Went to uh, no- Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. Nominated for Tonys. So yeah, I had no clue until I, I watched he was this. The horror movie guy I love. Yeah, exactly. I know. He's right? in like yeah, two I was different like, I was like, horror franchises. Sure this is insidious. <laughs> Uh, conjuring and conjuring yeah yeah i had no clue he used to be a stage dude so that's cool and this is emmy rossum's first movie like this is her first anything basically so crazy to see her um yeah i mean the story is interesting to say the least i mean maybe we'll get into it after (laughs) joe's thoughts for sure but yeah the characterization of the phantom was my the biggest surprise to me got it like I said, ju- just like knowing nothing about it and just kind of knowing it as a big cultural thing. Uh, I had different expectations than what happened, but uh, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I really love the music, though. Yeah. I think I attacked Ron Howard to Gun for Hire because I believe it was. Um, oh, man. Miller, M- Lord and Miller were supposed to do solo. And then Ron hired Ron Howard got brought in. on yeah. to do it yeah. after they got uh, after their creative differences with Disney. So the difference to me, not that we should be talking about this at all, but that isn't that you're right though. That isn't like a consistent thing. Yeah, with it's more projects. that Ron Howard could get something made, but Joel Schumacher is like this thing's already moving. Let's bring in yeah. Joel Schumacher to direct. It's like that's the difference. He's a competent guy that can yeah. get this from point A to point yeah. B. It's like the project's already, we know it's getting made, let's hire Joel Schumacher, and Ron Howard's like, I want to make this, let's get it made kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, All right, so my, um, funny enough, I had seen this before. Um, I think I alluded to the last episode <clears throat> where I said um, I watched it in acting class when I was in 10th grade. Um, our acting teacher made us watch it. Um I did want to ask you about that. Is why did they pick this in for acting, uh, class? acting class? Did you do any? We watched. Stage we plays? watched a bunch of different. We watched just, a bunch of a different bunch things. Of we watched like I mean I've been hunting it down for forever, but we watched Hugh Jackman's Oklahoma on stage. Oh yeah. We watched this. We watched a bunch of straight plays as well as musicals, <laughs> or as theater <laughs> camp would say, gay plays. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> 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 yeah, <I was> coming. <laughs> one, um, of, one of the best scenes. So we watched a bunch of different things, um, and it, we wa- I, we never got to watch Les Mis, but my, I knew my teacher was a fan of it because he had like a poster of the onstage performance of it in his classroom. Mm. Um, about the tour yeah, he again. Just, he just wanted Off Broadway. I've I've already looked. To, there's there's tickets. They're coming to Atlanta. I've looked at tickets. Mm. If you want to come to Atlanta, Kyle's been invited. You want to come? Just I, let me I, know. I completely forgot. You told I me gotcha, this. Gotcha. Tell me when. Tell me when. 
All right. To remind me, like, again. Um, But yeah, so uh, this, I've already seen this movie and I remember, I remembered everything that happened in this movie pretty much. Um, And I liked this movie. I knew I liked this movie. It was, it's different as far as musicals are concerned because Phantom of the Opera, there's a lot of opera in it. It's not a lot of verse chorus verse chorus song structure like that it's a lot more the dialogue he's saying it, it's a little more operatic in far as uh, the range of vocals excuse me there's also operas in the movie that they're putting on exactly so crazy, there's yeah. like extra levels into it um i remember gerard butler being in it and i remember wondering why gerard butler was uh in a musical and uh-huh. Uh, rewatching it, I he did better than I remembered, but there's times where I'm like, ah oh, man, I really wish. And this Crow. leads to one of the fun facts. I was watching this and I was like, man, I really wish Hugh Jackman would have done this. And then I come to find out Hugh Jackman was one of the first people considered for the role. So um, you also read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> But he had because I had this copied down. <laughs> he had a conflict of schedule, so they didn't get him. Do you know what he had a conflict of schedule on? Van Helsing. Van Helsing yep. of all things. Yes. Odd. I wish he dropped that and did this because <laughs> wow. And then uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber said he wanted somebody who wasn't like a trained singer. He wanted them to be a mm-hmm. little more rough, a little more raw, um, to be oh the. Uh, Web. Yep. I- ironically enough, um, Joel Schumacher had been impressed with Gerard Butler's performance in Dracula 2000. <laughs> so Hugh Jackman taken away by Van by Helsing, <laughs> and Butler <laughs> Butler comes in off of oh, a different vampire movie. Uh. Very weird. So. Um, Dracula thought, 2000, not a movie you hear a lot about. I, I never heard of it until I read it on the Wikipedia. So thanks, Joel, for that one. Uh, but um, yeah, so that was one interesting <laughs> thing that, you know, ships passing in the night, sort of speak. Yeah. Um, but no, I really like this movie. Um, I think I think more like Kyle than Rick. It, it doesn't breeze the way... I would want it to. It's a little there's there's some fat there that they could have trimmed, um, but I f- feel like with Andrew Lloyd Webber being a part of the project, writing, helping write the script, um, he wants to keep it as close to the stage performance as uh, as it was. So, but yeah, no, it, it, it's enjoyable. There's a lot of songs that are going to be earworms that will stick in your head. There's a lot of songs that I already know on the next flight I take. Whether I know it's not going to be the end of this year, uh, but sometime next year I'm going to be going to because they just stick around. They have a little stickiness that is really good. But um, overall, Absolutely. I think I like this movie. Um, we can talk about the weirdness of it and the Stockholm Syndrome of it all. I think that's where we start. Uh, yeah. Because this guy's a major creep. This guy. This, this guy's a, a major. This is the movie. I was thinking like right before we were starting, to sh- uh, right before we hopped on the Zoom. This is like the movie for all incels. Dude, I had that written down. I was like, this is like the the original incel is the Phantom. 
he's he's the he's the blueprint for these guys. Oh, oh but I helped you. You should love me. I taught you how to sing, and uh, I watch you through the mirror. Like what the hell, dude? What are you doing? Like he has a shrine made for her and everything, dude. Like, it's so the sta- creepy. The statue thing where there's like a veil on it looks like her. Where did that come from? It's insane. Did he make that? Like, I'm assuming happening? he did. So weird. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like I didn't. I thought this was gonna be like I didn't realize they all knew there was a phantom from the start. Yeah. Like, the dudes come in, they're the new owners, Raul's, like, with it, I don't know how that really works. There's, like, Raul and the two new owners. He's, like, a benefactor. They come in, and, like, everyone that works there already is, like, oh, yeah, there's this dude that, like, tells us what to do, and he lives in the basement. He's writing all the plays. everyone's, like, what? (laughs) We pay him money, he writes his plays, it's cool. And it's, like, I didn't, yeah, I I thought he was going to be, like, discovered, like, he's, like, a hunchback of Notre Dame is kind of what I was thinking about. Like he's like living in secret inside the. No, everyone's like, yeah, he's here. He's the he's the ghost <laughs> that lives here, <laughs> and he and he trains uh Christine at night because her father uh, planted this weird notion in her head that uh, yeah. the angel of music would would teach her once he died, and uh, the Phantom took advantage of this and uh, is a major creep. Super great. I, I will so say weird. it's um, such a weird one such a weird fun story. fact about the uh the angel of the night. Um Angel of Music? Angel of Music, sorry. Uh the music of the night. I combined two things. It happens. The the actor who plays her dad in the flashbacks actually mm. played uh Raul on stage Interesting. and he played the phantom on stage in different iterations of uh the phantom of the opera in london i believe is this ramin karimlu yes yes it is oh, he's a hunk he is he's a good looking man his wiki look at his wiki there i know uh yeah, yeah i don't remember I look it, at his wiki. seeing him Solid i don't remember dude. seeing it's him Canadian. in the flashbacks i was oh, about to say it's the flashback i think it's uh it's the mustache music. And um, and the hair. when she's talking to her friend, and he like goes into that black space, right? You see just like bits and pieces of her growing up. Um, okay. It's not like fully flushed out, but he's the person playing. Yeah, the it's, it's flashbacks, like you say. So yeah. Um. Okay. So I thought that was yeah, cool. Uh, somebody <laughs> from the stage who helped. So let me ask you guys. <laughs> bring this to notoriety. By the end, do you think she actually? chose to be with the phantom or do you think she was just trying to save Raul because if they if the if the point of this movie is like she actually ends up wanting to be with him I'm gonna lose my mind like that's (laughs) an insane choice to write into a story I think it's a little bit of both I think she I think she doesn't see him as he has thought of himself as like this vile monster she sees him as a human three-dimensional human being um but you and your three dimensions today i know i've been been (laughs) on a couple three dimensions uh but she wants to be with raul and she and he eventually understands like oh i didn't necessarily need you i just needed somebody to see me as a person and see me as more than this a carnival act and that's why he allowed them to go. 
Oh, I get it from his side. I'm just saying from her side. Like after everything he did, and after her, her, I she like think, talks I don't, her. I don't think like, she acknowledged the fact that he was grooming her or anything like that. No. Well, I, don't I think, think like she took that into two thirds in before the uh, was it the, the Don Juan play? Mm. Like she's talking to Raul, like don't make me do this. He's gonna like come get me again. And I think there's like just this implied like power over her she has, or sorry that he has, mm-hmm. where she just can't like think clearly so, around him. It's it, it's weird. It was weird because yes, the grooming aspect definitely was there, but seeing how his childhood was, I don't know if it started off that way. If it started off mm-hmm. as hey, you know, what happened to him? He was saved basically by this woman. Who we find out who we know basically for whoever didn't watch it. She was he was saved by a woman. He was, was uh, Madame Geary, the head yeah. of the yeah. ballet company. He was he was we lonely. So he developed this talent and then he saw someone who was like him. And it's almost as if as he was helping her from the shadow, since she thought it was her daddy. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. He eventually wanted to be her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> In many different ways. Yeah. Interesting way to put it. Um, I got a question. But uh, no, no. One more thing. Oh, Their age ahead. difference when the when it was filmed compared to where it was as a- actor and actress was I also she's spot on. like, what, 17, 18? She's 18 and he's yeah. 33. I think... So I think it was 17 during when this production, was filmed. yeah, but yeah. I think during production because I looked at the release date yeah, the, versus her birthday. I did the and I was like, she yeah. was 17 when this was so filmed. So 17, like, okay. 32 ish. So it's like that 15 year age gap. So it's like, but a also a lot of like like once. Yeah. Well, to Rick's to Rick's point, if you look at the gravestone at the end, spoiler: she's dead because it's 40 years in the future. She was 16 when all this was happening. The character. Mm. Because it says it's 1890, and like you see her gravestone, I was like, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hell is happening? And and we're led to believe he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he's gotta be old as hell. Yeah, Raul looks terrible. Raul in those in, in those <laughs> in those interstitials, he is barely hanging My on. Boy is dusty. <laughs> so the like, yeah, I think like you're saying they yeah. they they have like the black. Uh, ribbon all around the roses yeah, around left the there rose. too. Is like the phantom still around? Yeah. <laughs> now I wanted to ask. I was surprised the madam was still around. <laughs> That's where I was going. Any of <laughs> Madam Geary? Do we think she's complicit in some of the stuff that's going on? Oh, she is. Like she is oh, super sure. complicit, and she's acting like she's not necessarily under his spell, but she is under like the guise of the Phantom of the Opera, like everyone else's, where she has a more direct relationship with him to some degree. Well, the whole deal is he's writing the operas that they put on. Mm-hmm. So she's like, as long as she he's given us good material, we we're did. just going to let him do his thing and yeah. creep around. Like that's the that's kind of the working relationship they have. Because she's the one that saved him. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. My thing is like so they were like kid, they were like the same age. So now she's like so somehow 
somehow growing up in a circus he's he became like a musical genius that doesn't yeah, really I don't make know. sense i don't know how, i don't know how he's getting this material but uh probably just yeah, hiding out so, on that stage while the ballet thing's going on it's one of those things where it's like these new owners take it's over very funny, Rick, I will say and that. it's not until like an outside party comes in and is like what the hell is going on yeah here? like they question <laughs> like everyone it else is like, cool with it they seem it seems normal to them but then these new guys are like, "Well, we're not paying this dude. What this? What's going on here?" All right. Uh, it's crazy. Any other thoughts? I got. A, I got one more other interesting fun fact. Um. Yeah. Let's do the fun fact. All right. Um. The play, the musical was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber, I believe, in 1986, mm-hmm. and the film rights were acquired by Warner Brother in 1989, but. Because of scheduling conflicts <laughs> galore, the movie didn't get officially start production until like 2002. Wow. <laughs> mm. That's a lot of different schedules. That is a lot of... That they're trying to chuckle. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, it's a long production. That is a long gestation period Crazy. for this film. Wow. Gestation. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I like that. There. Thought it about, is. thought about that. Uh, John Travolta was considered for the lead. Antonio Banderas was considered Good for Lord. the lead at different stages of this. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm imagining Travolta as the Phantom. I think it might be awesome. It might be great. It might, it be, might great. be. It honestly <laughs> might be awesome. But um, and uh, last fun fact: Gerard Butler took four vocal lessons prior to uh, his um, debut. No, not debut. Wait, four lessons? Four vocal lessons prior to his um, audition for oh, Joel okay. Schumacher okay. and uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. I got you. I thought that was pretty interesting. If he took five, he would not have got casted. I know. Joel <laughs> needed that raw talent that he could mold. Yeah. yeah. But all right. Um, Crazy. I feel like more things will come up His as. Accent oh, I'll just I'll just throw this out. I'll just throw this out. Uh, it was nominated for three Oscars: oh. best cinematography, uh, art direction, which I can see, and uh, best original song, of which we will not be ranking because it was not in the movie. Well, is that the Mini Driver record? Yeah, as a classic credits song. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking but of that's songs. It. Oh yeah. It's time for us to rank them. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, for the first yes. time ever, we have 23 songs. And we're going to rank the our first bottom seven, our middle so. six, and then our... Bottom of the top five and the top five. So bottom of the top ten. To top five. <laughs> I was gonna say bottom right. of the top ten. Bottom five of the top ten. So and then I'll just throw this out there. This was a weird one. There is a deluxe version that has everything from the movie. Deluxe yes. version of the soundtrack. It has twenty five tracks. The weird part is a lot of the tracks are like dialogue and score. But then other tracks that have actual songs will have like two songs on the track. I don't know why they did this. Yeah. 
So we separated it out as best we could. Um, and we ended up with the 23 that we're going to rank today. So I hope everyone likes it. All right. And we're going to start with Kyle. Kyle, let's okay. get your bottom seven. Bottom seven. This is 23 to 17. 23. Hannibal. This is the opening opera song. Number 22. Poor fool, he makes me laugh slash il muto. This is the second opera that they put on. 21. Magical lasso. This is one of the actors describing the phantom and his lasso. Number 20. Prima Donna. This is after Carlotta is rehired to be part of the opera. 19, Don Juan. This is the third opera they put on. Number 18, We Have All Been Blind. This is Raul and the dudes scheming on how to stop the phantom. And number 17, I Remember. This is uh, Christine waking up in the phantom's lair. Ready. All right, Rick, your <coughs> bottom seven, 23 to 17. Fusing bottom seven, starting it off. There's only one number 23. <laughs> um, if you've watched or listened to this soundtrack, and that is Hannibal. Don't even know why it's called Hannibal, but it's Hannibal. What's the name of the play? Um, the name of the play, Hannibal. Also, fun fact about Hannibal. Uh, I think Antoine Fuqua is uh, in very early stages of making a Hannibal movie based on this Hannibal starring Denzel Washington. This is the Hannibal who stormed Rome with elephants and took over Rome. And eight people. Already. Did not know that. And the uh, project on it in sixth grade. Well, I didn't know the Anton Fuqua part. Oh, okay. I knew the the project on that Hannibal. I didn't know that it was getting made. I only knew one Hannibal, guys. Horror movies. Shout out. Yeah, I, trust me. I was confused when I found out about that Hannibal. <laughs> After doing a project about this Hannibal in sixth grade. So, but. 22. 22. I remember. History class. I got a poster board. 21. Magical Lasso. 20. Don Juan. Then we go to 19. <laughs> Speed this up a little bit. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Are you guys laughing at me trying to? I'm just saying, can we speed this up a little bit? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm sorry. This is as fast as You're I can good. go right now. I know that you uh, you had to do these earlier, yeah. so that's, that's okay. All right, 19. Here we 19. go. 19. Locked in. Why have you brought me here? Oh. 18. Poor fool, he makes me laugh. Il muto. Now we got to go to 17. It's a bunch of circles. <laughs> we have all been blind. Um, okay. Okay. That is, is that it? That is it. Yeah, 17. Yes. Okay, You're I'm good. sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. It's just like. A lot the of pregnant pauses pauses are killing me. The pauses are killing me. All right. <laughs> All right. Number 23. 
for me. Number 23, Magical Lasso. Okay. Number 22, Poor Fool, He Makes Me Laugh, Il Muto. Number 21, All I Ask of You, Reprise. All I, okay, All I Ask of You. Number 20, Reprise. I remember. Number 19, Don Juan. Number 18, Why So Silent? Mm. Number 17. This is after the Phantom comes out and confronts. Of the Masquerade. Yeah, after the Masquerade, everyone, and he confronts everyone about not uh, doing what he says. Yeah. They thought he was gone, and he's back. Here you go. Um, Number 17, Wandering Child. Ah. This is Christine in the graveyard. At the grave of her father, the phantom comes out. He's like, am I your daddy? No. I'm not. Okay, so a lot of crossover in the bottom. Uh, Magical Lasso, not really a song. And we have the three opera songs down here. What? I haven't said Hannibal yet. Oh my God! I, you I don't have know what how. Is <laughs> I just left that alone. I just assumed. Okay. Well, we have two. We have two of the offers down here. Um. I mean, not surprising. What's down here? Uh. Yeah. What's down here feels like it should be down here. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts, or should we just do? Eh, let's six? keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling, okay. Kyle. Give this us will your be middle six. 16 to 11 for those paying attention. Number 16, Why So Silent? We just mentioned that one. Uh, number 15, Stranger Than You Dreamt It. This is after Christine wakes up and comes over and sees the Phantom without his mask on and he freaks the hell out. Number 14, Down Once More slash Track Down This Murderer. This is the 15 minute ending track. <laughs> Very reminiscent of the ten minute uh final scene from from the Sweeney Todd soundtrack. Oh, no, the Sweeney Todd. I was, I was also thinking of the, the last song. Yeah, the Lame Is one is about yeah. in eight or nine minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is just a monster of an ending. Uh thirteen. All I ask of you reprise. This is after the Phantom finds Christina Raul making out. Number twelve. <laughs> Angel of Music, the first one. Uh, it's Meg and uh, what's her fit, Christine. And number 11, Wandering Child. All right. All right, All right Rick. Yeah, Meg. It's Rick's turn. I'm going to try to speed 16 this up. To 16 to 11. 16, Prima Donna. 15. All I ask of you, reprise. 14, down once more, track down this murderer. Mm-hmm. 13, why so silent? 12, wandering child. And 11, angel of music. Okay, wow. still good amount of crossover Interesting. yeah i will say angel of music comes up a bunch of times yeah um 
notably in Modern Child, which we just mentioned. And I think another one at some point. At some point. Uh, which we have not, I think, mentioned yet. But uh, all right, Joe. 16 to 11. Before I go, I did fail to mention one last fun fact. Oh there is a sequel. Yes. What? To the stage play Phantom of the Opera. There is. Called Love is by- Never Dies by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay, that was my question. Made in 2010, that was the first production of it. What? He had been putting it off for quite some time. But yeah, I meant to, I failed to mention that. I'm seeing there's a 2012 film. Oh, uh, what? What? I didn't see that. I did not see that. <laughs> I don't know if I didn't see that for. Uh, yeah. It looks kind of made for TV. I think it just might be like a stage okay. production that was okay. filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's just like a filmed, yeah, I'm seeing a filmed production. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway. All right. Sorry about that. I meant to mention that. I yeah, I did not know that, that at all. Interesting. Yeah, that was a fun fact I found there. Yeah. All right. Number 16. We have all been blind. Mm. Number 15. Hannibal. Ooh, I was, there it I is. was nervous there. Don't be too nervous, fellas. Number 14. Stranger than you dreamt it. Ah. Number 13, down once more, track down the murderer. Number 12, masquerade. Ah, Mm. this is, of course, the The masquerade. masquerade. (laughs) And this masquerade from 13 up Mm. is when I'm like, all right, these are all good tracks it gets really hard 13 up 13 obviously down once more track down the murder it's goddamn too long it's, so it's just long. a lot it's, it's a long. lot going on it's a behemoth i didn't even know where the break was all the <laughs> other ones i could tell where the break was yeah it, like the was, slash there was so much happening there it, this is just a huge scene it's like the entire end of the movie yeah. um but yeah masquerade i liked a lot and then my number 11 notes Ooh. Mm, okay. The first mention of notes. First we will get to notes. notes later. We will get to notes later. <laughs> I figured we would. Um, we but would. yeah, I wanted to bring up. Why is Hannibal fifteen? Yes, Hannibal's fifteen. <laughs> Hannibal was kind of to a degree was my line of demarcation. I liked <laughs> it. I liked the the opera element of it, um, and everything under it are songs that I really. Obviously, they're towards the bottom end of how I felt about them. Uh-huh. Hannibal, it's not that and I loved Hannibal. It was that it was cool. It was funny. It's your introduction to this world. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's set building. It's world building. And it's a good baseline. It's a good bar. Of Of, <laughs> of the track, it's like a minute of song. What? Felt like more. It's not. Wasn't it? Because <laughs> like a lot more. of it's the overture, and then it gets into like the play part, and it's just so much dialogue, which I get. I mean, we're kind of cutting out the fact yeah, from these tracks I'm, I'm, anyway. I'm yeah, you're removing the, the dialogue parts. In but to me, of the three play ones, opera ones, I put Don Juan highest, um, because at least like the it's has the Phantom come in and take over, and it's kind of the intro to a song we have not mentioned yet. 
But uh, uh, the reason I had that's Dark why Moon I liked it more lower was yeah. the beginning of it was to me the start of it is like the worst thing of the entire soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> like it gets better towards the end, but the start of it just felt like it felt like the the Phantom, this musical genius, has gone mad and nothing is making sense at this point. Like uh-huh. once I mean, it starts, could, I'm like, ah, what is it? This that just, could be true. This doesn't yeah. feel good <laughs> in good any point. way, shape, or form. Hmm. I get it. So yeah. Oh, I know Rick didn't like it. <laughs> no. I think we all agree though. Poor fool, he makes me laugh. Ilmuto. No, Rick has that higher than the others. I have oh, that higher he? than the others. Yeah, he has that oh, eighteen. Wow. My bad. My bad. That was that's an irritating track. That yeah, I, I, I was cannot, like, let's let's get out of here. <laughs> I could not. Uh, I have that twenty two. Yeah, that and Hannibal yeah, at the bottom. I, like, I well. can't. I couldn't take it. You guys, um, hold on. Before I point fingers here, don't point one at me. So Joe has not yet said prima donna. I have not. And Rick has it 16. He does. So my next question is what is wrong with both of you? You had it you had it in your bottom, right? I have a 20. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only a 4 point difference between you and I. I mean, we're talking we're talking about irritating tracks. Holy <laughs> hell. So we haven't mentioned Mini Driver yet. Uh We have not. What is she doing in this movie? Which I forgot. What is she doing in this movie? I failed to mention she did not sing any of her tracks. Okay, that's fine. Um, it was sang by Margaret Paris. I Uh, forgot to look that up because I was going to. Mini Driver did not sing any song except the credit song that we are not going to rank here. Hmm. Learn to be lonely. Okay, Margaret Priest is Carlotta's singing voice. Um, yeah, so yeah. So I get that part because it's very over the top operatic, and I understand. I understand that. But then her non singing performance is just as insane. It is. I agree. Like she you, goes for this over the top Italian accent. I guess. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's nuts. I think we did also fail to mention this movie takes place in Paris. Sorry, maybe it's a French accent. I don't know. <laughs> not, not even that. Not. Not. not that that makes anything. My thing is, why didn't they just use English accents? Like a lot of these people are of English. Like you mean like Lamis? <laughs> yeah, like Gerard Butler is Scottish. Why is he in an American accent for a film that takes place in Paris where they're doing operas in Italian? Like it's. So I weird. mean, most everyone has like a non-accent in this. Yeah, that's except what I'm for Minnie Driver, which was which makes her so. stand out so. So yeah, much. she was she was doing something. She she was doing something. <sighs> she was doing something. Yeah, um, she was doing. Something. I think I think it definitely makes her character stick out and stand out, and it 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 serves the role. I definitely um, get it for the character for sure. But man, was it uh, something? <laughs> and that's part of why Prima Donna so low. It's just like I I don't think I can take this. Um. Anyway. Um. So we all have down once more. We talked about that a good amount. Um. We all have why so silent in the middle. I did like this. Um, I I just like whenever the Phantom sounds like Jack Skellington. I'm a big I'm a big fan. He does it a lot in Down Once More, and he does it a lot in I this. Think there in was why so something silent. about Danny Elfman. It's funny, this, actually. Hmm. Uh, was that was that something else I was looking at? 
I don't. Mm. S- I'm doing a find on. Yeah, the I just did the same I, thing. I don't, I don't it might have been either Mulan. It might have been uh, Mulan. Other stuff we were looking at. Yeah, other things. <clears> we were <throat> about. No spoilers. Um. So does anyone else have any comments on the middle six? Um. No. No, that's I said. We keep okay. it moving. Yeah. Yeah, we have a decent, a decent amount. Uh, is the same. Let's keep trudging along here. Joe Joe seems to have a weird ranking here. <laughs> this was a bizarre ranking for me. And my top four songs moved around so much. I moved a little bit today, yeah. My lord. My top four <laughs> songs moved so much. Um, but I think I have it as it is presently constructed. But tomorrow I may feel something different. I'm going to say that yeah. up front. <laughs> Usually after I talk to both of you and see both of your rankings, I immediately want to change things. So yeah. <laughs> let's see so, how this goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, number 10, Kyle, 10 to 6. All right, 10 to 6. We're in the top 10, cracking it open. By number way, 10. Before you go, I do want to say, both of you guys had angel of music very low, but go ahead. Uh, I just think there's better versions, and exactly. I think you will hear one. Okay. You will hear one All right. soon. Number 10, Wishing You Were Somehow Here Again. This is Christine in the Graveyard singing about her daddy. Mm. Number nine, I don't know why I'm saying that. I hate that. (laughs) Number nine, Why Have You Brought Me Here? Uh, I think, did both of you say this yet? I know someone did. Um, I believe. I I have not. Hmm. I have this top 10 because I think it does. Yes, I said it already. I think it's. I think it's a good sort of medley between Raul and Christine. Okay. Uh, number eight, Masquerade. The Masquerade. Number seven, Think of Me. This is Christine's debut performance. Number six, The Mirror, Angel of Music, I think is the best version oh. of that tune. So okay. I have it number six. All right. Rick, you're 10 to six. Number 10, Masquerade. All right. Number nine. Very similar. Stranger Than You Dreamt It. Oh. Number, oh, sorry, number eight. I almost said 11. I was going backwards. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta masquerade. Gotta fix my handwriting. <laughs> oh crap! Hang on, give me one second. I'm putting them in Joe's rankings. Please forgive me. Oh, wow. I'm typing in the wrong area. So you said ten masquerade. Yes. Nine. Nine. Stranger, Stranger than you dreamt it. Stranger things. Okay. Number eight. Please. Number eight. All I ask of you. Number seven. Think of me. And number six, wishing you were somehow here. Okay. Ah, Okay. Okay. Uh, We have the original All I Ask of You getting mentioned. That is Christine. For the first time? I I believe so. That's why I'm pointing out. It's Christina Raul basically being like, you know what? I think I like you too. Yeah. Which was very weird because she remembered him way before he was like, oh, that's yeah. her. 
Yeah, and she then, saw him. Yeah, but, but I think I think it's because I mean, well, she's in like a crowd. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, no, no, that's him. not even it though. How old oh. is she when she goes to the when she becomes an orphan? She's like what mm-hmm. eight ish between maybe the ages of like eight and ten, twelve ish, yeah. I'd say. And like um, when, ten. When the did most. they meet each other? They, I mean, they played and, the, together. When like, they were they young, played in the I sandbox and. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're talking about kind of being kids. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they talk about, about being kids. And, kids. I mean, I feel like her dad was a violinist, so I think he might have played for mm-hmm. um, his dad, the Viscount previous, and she might. I mean, have he's maybe two years older at the most, probably. Yeah, so I don't think he's that much older. Yeah, there's much a song better that than we Phantom. didn't add. I mean, it's not really a song, but the little yeah. little Lily, little Lottie, whatever. Yeah, so. Yeah. That kind of explains their whole dynamic. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Yeah. My number 10. <laughs> Prima Donna. Oh, my God. Number this nine. Is... Wishing you were somewhere here again. Number eight. The Mirror. Angel of Music. Oh. Number seven. Why have you brought me here? And number six, Angel of Music. Original. The original. Yes. Yeah, I have that one lower. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just finish. Angel of Music, I have like the original. It's because it's just, it's very like simple. It's like her and Meg going back and forth. It's, I just feel like the others have more substance, which is. In my opinion, the mirror and uh, what's the other one? The wandering I child. I mentioned it. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know if you've picked it up from my rankings yet, but uh, I wasn't the hugest fan of Gerald Butler, Gerard Butler's singing. So every version he does, I have lower. Well, there's a <laughs> song coming up. There's a few songs uh, that I think he you did have really not good in. There's a, there's a few songs a I think he did good in, but I don't think. Consistently throughout the entirety of it, he was okay. as consistent in his performance. You're saying there's parts that he does better. Yeah, there's others. certain songs okay. I feel like he did better in. There's so, like especially uh, <laughs> all I ask of you reprise. I feel like both of you had mm. it higher than me. The ending two lines he had in there, I'm like my gosh. That's that's what <laughs> elevated it for me. I mean, I liked it. I like I like his passion. <laughs> I liked Butler in this. That's why I'm saying I liked him more than I mean. We're this is coming out in our rankings. I liked him more than I did man, uh, Crow in Les Mis. Man, uh, like you kind of butchered I, them last two lines, right? There. Like Crow more, <laughs> but uh, certain songs sung better. But I was about to say, but certain songs I thought he freaking excelled in. Correct. But I, I think yeah. there's more variation in his performances in this than. Uh, I feel like Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe was in a Box. in a pocket. He was in a yes. pocket where a shorter range. Yeah, there wasn't range. as much dynamic variation Not, from yeah. good to bad. Um, so yeah, like Except I mean, I have the mirror eighth, but I felt like so, Angel so. of Music without him serviced me a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's six. But. Uh, no, prima donna. I like prima donna because um, yeah. Let's let's get into this. <laughs> it it was a 
Now, the thing I hated about it, it was conjoined at the hip with another song. So it made it like a fucking 17 minute track. Ooh. We have the E. I think we got Again, the e that a happens a lot ago. now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I like the dynamic of it. I like that it was kind of, I mean, really the one and only time you got a performance from uh, Clarita. What, what was her character's name? Carlotta. Carlotta's character. In like a full version, like in Hannibal or in Thinking of Me, she starts the song and then the mm-hmm. the the drape comes down. The the what the heck is it called? The curtains come Curtain down curtain. and she she <laughs> ends her performance with that. Drapes. And then a lot of the time <laughs> she's more just talking, singing, complaining, and stuff. This was the first time she gave a full throat or getting sabotaged. Yeah, during exactly. The performance. So this was the yeah. first time she gave a full throated performance, and uh, the, all the elements around it really worked for me. It gave a full ensemble, a full big cast, uh, triumphant performance. I thought it uh, it worked a lot for me. So. Yeah, it's, I just found it irritating. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, anything else from your guys? No, but I'm interested to get to the top five. Cracking the top ten. We have a lot not mentioned. This is shaking out very interesting this as is, far as like yeah. overlap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Reverse. I always Kyle. wonder how that's going to go when there's <laughs> 23. I know. I, I will say, like I, like I alluded to earlier, the top Four were super hard for me because a lot of songs were vying for the number one, number two, number three, number four spot. They were just turning and rotating yeah. as far as I was mm. concerned. But all I'm right, number five should be no shock that I love this song. Notes. It's a very Kyle song. Number four. It is. It is. All I ask of you, the original. Number three, Music of the Night. This is after the Phantom has brought Christine down to his lair. And he's explaining the music of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, the Phantom of the Opera. And number one, the Point of No Return. This is the Phantom coming out during, uh, was it Don Juan, and saying, "You know what? No more BS. Let's get the show on the road, Christine." Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Mm. Gauntlet. I, I like my descriptions. Yeah. The gauntlet <laughs> has been laid. The, the gauntlet, gauntlet has, has been put you know down. What? It's all in the title. The point of no return. Rick. Yeah. Your um, top five. Coming in number five. Blah blah blah. Number five. Number five. The Mirror. Ooh. Number four. No surprise. Notes. Hell yeah. Number three. Music of the Night. Number okay. two. And these juggled around for a while. Oh. Oh, so long. But sadly, uh. it was the point of no return. Okay. And number one from the be- from the moment I heard the dun 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 come back. Mm. The Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom. Yeah. It was very close though. Very close. Oh, uh. the opera. Oh, yeah. 
All righty, Joe. All There's one right. possible thing to happen. Number five. Thinking of me. Oh, shit. Lovely performance by Emma mm. Rosso. Is it just think Russo? of me? Thinking? Think of me? You just think of me, but... I think I just added with it. extra syllables in there. That's all right. That's all right. You've never done it before. <laughs> Number four. This song was at one point number two. Hmm. Fell to number four. The point of no return. Wow. Wow. Number three. This song also was at one point number two. <clears throat> Fellas. Did it happen? <laughs> the music of the night. <laughs> wow. Oh, a tie at number three of That's all numbers. That's an interesting one to tie wow. on. Yeah. I'll tell you this. That one rose for me. I wasn't oh, really? so sure about it until I heard it a couple more times. I'm like, this rips. That, that was number, number three number for me from the two. jump. Because it mixes... I know we'll get to it, and you have two more to go. Yeah. But it mixes so much with the end of the Phantom of, Phantom the, of the Opera, Opera yeah. that I I couldn't distinguish it until I listened to both a couple more times. But yeah, it rose, it rose for me for sure. Yeah, it's sad. Right, at let me just write this down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad at number two for a very long time until uh, when I was going back and picking my lines, and my number two. Just rows and rows and rows. And I'm happy that you guys also this. had it up high because I thought it was going to be another Joanna situation where I just pick a romantic song because, you know, I'm lost in love and all oh, that good jazz. Yeah. But all I ask for you, okay. all I ask of you is my number two song. Yeah, um, that had a opportunity to be just like sappy. Yeah, I thought I was like, as it was rising for me, I was like, they are going to kill me for this. <laughs> <Joanna>. <laughs> but I got to be true to me. And it rose all the way to number two. Thus oh, making no, your number one, is- one the Phantom of the Opera. As Rick said, once those that organ <sighs> came back and the synthesizers you know were in there. It the was synth. It's the synth. Saying, that the synth. Driving synth is so... <laughs> Good. It was yeah. so great, man. It's because it's eighties. Like it's oh, yes, it's straight out of eighties Broadway. <laughs> I talked about this when I listened to the original Les Mis soundtrack, covered in synth, mm. insane amount of synth in the original Les Mis, <laughs> and Cats, Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, synth yep. all over the place. Yeah. So when the synth came in, I'm like, it's Andy Webber doing his thing. <laughs> This is an '86 musical. They're it's bringing such a in rock like opera elements of, of it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. rock opera, and it was like when I first watched the movie, I'm like, "This is the best song," because like, <laughs> yeah. it's also the first time a song like really got my Grabs attention. You, yeah, yeah, because it's like 30 minutes in. Mm, yeah, and that I mean, this two. It's also like two the first real movie, time yeah. we're seeing the Phantom. Like the Phantom exactly. is like so, cloaked behind for so long. And that's kind of what I mean by the pacing. I was like, I don't think it's the wrong choice, but it, they they hold off showing the Phantom for a while. Yeah. In like four. And it makes it very impactful. 
Which is and the whole way it's shot, like the slow motion. You got Christine's like losing her mind down there. It's great. The song rolls. It is. But I had to put the more I listened to it, I had to put point of no return. Number one. Yeah, man. Look. I just (laughs) I like I said, my top four from point of no return, music of the night, all I ask of you. Yeah, because Joe had it at four, Rick had it at two. (sighs) Rick and I have one and two swapped. Yeah. It was all um, just moving up there, man. It's for yeah. Point of, point of no return is the one that was stuck in my head all the time. I did something I've never done before when doing my rankings. Now I told you guys like I take the list, I put it on a Google Doc, mm-hmm. and then I listen to the I listen to it all top to bottom, and I start filling in. This was I do the, the insert. Yeah, thing. this was yeah. the first time where the top four songs I had to I put them in. And then I had to bold them because I was like, I have to listen to them all back to back uh, to figure out what's number one. Because these are all really freaking close. So you yeah. did what I do for my top five. Yeah. But for me, once I heard Phantom of the Opera, it's one of those where I knew what was number one. And then it was mm-hmm. everything else. I will say. Um, I was close to that. Yeah, yeah. I will say. Based off Rick saying that, Phantom of the Opera was always number one, even though it was always in contention to get knocked off. It never <laughs> it moved never, out it, of because you said twice what used to be <laughs> yeah, number two, what used to be number and two. you never said I never anything said used what to be used number to be one because yeah. that was always number one. I was yeah. always like, ah, could is it gonna jump it? Nah, it's not gonna nah. jump it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. I can't. I can't argue with it. The point of re- no return only had like there was one part in it. I think in the middle. Is the only reason it dropped. Mm-hmm. Like it could never go past number, number two. Yeah. Um. But well, I think Phantom of the Opera loses a little bit at the end for me. Like that last part where it's kind of talky. Yeah. But even that, like, if you cut that out and then just like don't even include it, and then have Music of the Night, like that's like back to back bangers. Like no, Music of the Night. That one was like man. No, but Music of the Night. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> It's good. When I left my paperwork, I said I knew my top five, like my top 10 was there. Right. And it was like, even if I forgot everything else, those top three, I knew for sure. That's there. That's solid for sure. I want to talk about notes. (laughs) Um, I had it five. Rick had it four. Yeah. Joe, I think 11. 11. Yeah. It's a very good song. I love this song. All the songs I dislike them all. The interplay, it's like everyone coming in and be like, I got this letter. Did you send this to me? No. And it's the it's the Phantom just trolling everyone. It's <laughs> yes. fantastic. It's so good. Now, was he trolling or was he sending letters out at different times? No, I think, I think he's he's for sure like serious, like his demands are serious, but he's also like making fun of everyone. No, I think that's what it letters. is. Like he's just the, the yeah. only reason I say maybe he was sending letters out at different times was uh, because in the middle of uh, Stranger Than I Dreamt It, he finally decides mm-hmm. like you have to go back. So maybe he wasn't yeah. going to send her back at one point. It's weird. I don't understand the timing of it because this is all happening like while he has her down there. Yeah. So when did he write and send these is a good question. While she was uh, sleeping. Yeah. How long was she asleep? asleep? She was passed out. Through the night. Yeah. She was passed out. It's the music of the night. Yeah. Closed that curtain and she was gone. (laughs) But this this kind of is a comes to a a broader question I had. Uh, Where is he getting all this stuff? (laughs) 
Like, where is he buying the masks? Where is he buying these clothes? Where is he buying stationery? Again, How is he mailing letters? Again, I want to bring up Madam Gidry. <laughs> she needs to be looked Geary. into. Geary, I think whatever. she's doing it. She needs I think to be she's looked the one. Into. Yeah, she is complicit in all of this. She's the enabler. Yeah. Because I get that he gets paid, so he has money. But how is but he he's buying not going out getting supplies? Yeah, he ain't leaving so, yeah. the he <laughs> ain't leaving the opera house. Well, of course she's complicit because she's the only one who knows exactly how to get down Where there. He is. And exactly, yeah, all that other. And she said that she's like, "I'm not going any further." Like, this dude's fucking weird. Like this, this, this <laughs> is as far as I go. As bad yeah, as exactly. he is, do we have to look? Examine her actions and all of this. I think she's definitely complicit. But I think you're right. Not even that. She might be the familiar to his Dracula. Exactly. How big was that damn underground that it had a damn He had a horse. A gondola over to his. He had a horse. Who's feeding the horse? Where did it come from? I think it's described as. Where did he bring the horse? A catacomb. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, oh, there are catacombs in Paris. Yeah, I was about to say. So as as that's uh, fate. Yeah, there's there's catacombs there. Little flex here. Somebody who's been to under Paris the whole damn city and mm. gone to the catacombs. There's there's a lot of space down there. I, I like, are there horse? Did you see any horses? Didn't see any horses in a gondola. And did not see any lakes or rivers. But I will say, I mean, take a wrong turn, you probably wouldn't be surprised. I was on a tour oh, yeah, path. People, I was yeah. on a tour path. So. They're nuts, man. But I've seen a lot of stuff about those things. It's pretty wild. Like, it's pretty wild. Did how you, much space another question? Is down there. I know we're still in ranking. <laughs> Did you see any uh, <laughs> candles that came out of the water already lit. Did you see any of those? <laughs> I, I did not. I did not. Because how the hell did he do that? <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is here. The guy's magical. He's, he's a Phantom of the Opera. Um, All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like, I like where I our rankings were. I'm, I'm, yet, I'm, but <laughs> when, he de- when he throws the smoke bomb and he just goes and <laughs> the hole opens up. Under the hole? <laughs> yeah. And everyone he's is He's basically like, Batman. <laughs> basically. I mean, kind of. <laughs> He's got a cape. He lives in a cave. He has he smoke bombs. I mean, what the hell, man? man? It's, you guys are really laid it out. In black. Right now. <laughs> a lot of similarities. <laughs> he has a mobile. He's like evil Batman. He has mobile transportation. Or at least just like dickhead Batman. <laughs> oh, man. Multiple, <laughs> multiple vehicles. Multiple modes of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom Mobiles down there. So, yeah, no. Uh, all right. Okay, Anything else about the rankings? Later. I think uh, I think we've got it, got it all with the rankings. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy with you guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I approve as well. Yeah, I'm happy. We were all pretty much. I mean, all our top fours overlapped. <laughs> I mean, hell, we got a tie for notes. Yeah. Anytime that happens, except for notes. Yeah. So top so, five to true. Now I never. I, I, I was like three out of four overlaps. I mean, it's pretty. I good. thought we were gonna match, but I only thought it was number one. Like if it mm. wasn't number one, I didn't think okay. we were gonna match whatsoever. I thought it also would be number one, um, but yeah, I, I thought it would be number one. But I, like I said, I did not think all I asked of you would be that high for each of you guys. Mm. I thought that was gonna be like in the middle six. No, if I'm kind of surprised, like as I read this, that I had it at number four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I surprised myself. I was like, and I wrote my own list. <laughs> Kyle and I almost had the exact same one. Very two, strange. Three. I mean, <laughs> crazy. Crazy. That we were very crazy. close. And you had notes. 
Number four, four. I had it five. Yeah. 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 So it's that's crazy. very similar. I had the mirror six. You had it five. So yeah, that's. Yeah. Oof. Again, when I'm close to Rick, I got to question. You got to question your sanity. <laughs> I have to question my sanity. Oh, man. Okay. All right. But that is enough of the rankings. Now it's time for the lines. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is... Um... As a preamble to the lines here, I will say, uh, cut all these lines while uh, inebriated under the influence. Kids, you know, don't drink and all that. And do work. Um, So I was given a lot of lines that were exceeding (laughs) the the normal limit. None by Uh, me. And, mm, don't say that. I might be. I might be guilty. Um, and yeah, I just said who we, I said. You know, I threw caution to the wind. So uh, we'll start with uh, my third line. Think of me, think of me fondly when we've said goodbye. Remember me once in a while, please. Promise me you'll try Then you'll find that once again you long To take your heart back and be free If you ever find a moment Spare a thought for me So this is from Think of Me, obviously Shocking <laughs> and I didn't talk about it in the ranking. That that is what I think I forgot to mention in the rankings. Um this was the first moment in the film where mm, the second moment in the film, the first song in the film that really grabbed me by the scruff of my neck and was like, Hey, this is gonna be there's some there's some bangers in here. Um <laughs> To a degree, this was like um, I can't remember the name of the song right now, but the the solo piece in um, the Hugh Jackman film where he's Barman Bailey's grand greatest stage, the greatest, show, greatest, greatest show, greatest show, greatest show, <laughs> <laughs> greatest show. Uh, this is like <laughs> that piece where uh, she performed. Where it's just her on the stage oh, by herself. Oh, the one and that's not uh, what's your face. It's like a exactly, different singer. Yeah. But okay, and I, you're I know what you just mean. like yeah. blown away, and it's like, whoa, what have I just entered into? Never be enough. I think it's called. I think so. never enough. It's wow, called never I, about enough. Say, I think you're on the page right there. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, this was the song for me that really grabbed. Very similar me. scene. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it really grabbed me, sat me, hunkered me down. And I was like, okay, I, I'm locked in now. I'm locked in now. You're number five. Hmm. My number five, yes. Uh, Rick's number three line. Never enough. I thought that would have been tight. In sleep he sang to me. In dreams he came. voice which calls to me. And speaks. 
That's yes. so good. Okay, I did extend. I was counting yeah. on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did you yeah. extend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I did I good. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. I, um, for me, I think in the... Um, <laughs> When I when I heard of her heard her in Think of Me, I was like, oh, she's has a sultry range. But this was that like, I don't know the way she sung that was so inviting uh, or seductive. Mm. Even though she's the one being seduced, she's the one being yeah. It, it was still seductive. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, like she's like under the influence yeah. of his like, like power. You could see that she's being drawn in and. I hope someone chooses the next almost, line because I almost, it's almost chose like she's being mind controlled. Two dude. lines so from this one. That's the whole thing is like, what is his yeah. deal? <laughs> he has magic. There's something weird. Yeah, there's, there, something there's weird. magic in that guy. There's um, something there. But no, um, that I could have chose. I don't know how many lines from that song, but it felt kind of yeah. creepy going with the phantom. <laughs> We might hear it. We might hear a little yeah. more. So we'll but no, later. I almost chose all three. It was great. All right, Kyle's number a three line. You have the goal to send this someone with a pure brain. These are both signed and cheap. Who the hell is he? Oh, for a ghost. It's nothing short of shocking. He is mocking our position. In addition, he wants money. What a funny apparition to expect a large retainer. Nothing plainer. He is clearly quite insane. You mean Carlo Got cut off my roll there, but uh. <laughs> yeah, this is from Notes. Like I talked about, this is a very me song, the interplay. It reminds me of uh, It's Your Fault, which was my number one. <laughs> that is which, true. That's a good which was, point. Which was people kind of arguing back and forth. Um, but the whole song is kind of like this. And we haven't given them a shout out yet. Simon Callow and Siren Hines as the two uh, money guys, the producers. The, uh, uh, that's them. Scrap metal guys. Them. Junk yeah, metal? I think it's scrap metal. Yeah, they made money for scrap metal. Bought the opera house. Yeah. Uh, from but yeah, they're they're very good metal. throughout the whole thing. I like them. And Siren Hines, you guys might know from Game of Thrones. Never watched it. Hmm. He was uh, the leader of the Wildlings. That's why he looked familiar. I forget his damn name. <laughs> Is that the shorter guy? No. No, it's the bigger guy. Okay, I was going to say the shorter guy kind of looks like uh, Alejandro Iñárritu. The director? Yeah. He kind of does. I don't know. Mance Raider. Mance Raider is his name. Look up uh, Alejandro Iñárritu. I know what Iñárritu looks like. What do you say? What do you My number two line is... Did every way what answer can I give? Am I to risk my life to win the chance to live? Can I betray the man who once inspired my voice? Do I become his prey? Do I have any choice? He kills without thought. He murders all that's good. I know. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to reiterate. Emma 
<laughs> Russo. I did not know who she was. Hold on. <laughs> Emmy Rossum. Yeah, because you Rossum? said irriterate, and I was like, well, I'm going to let that Russo. go. You said irriterate, <laughs> and I was on? like, I'm not going to say you nothing. You got both names I'm wrong. I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> Clearly, you didn't know who she was. Clearly, you you're still drinking. <laughs> Emmy Rossum. Did I get it right? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not know who she was prior to watching this a second time because I watched it the first time when I was younger. But man, was I blown away by her performance and her voice in this. She is a talent. Um, and I think there's no denying from seeing this movie. She was, she, I mean, she carries the film to a degree. I mean, because the, 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 uh, the Phantom is in the shadows for so much of it that uh, you're relying on her being the narrative through line through it all. And every time a song, I was like, eh, I don't know about it. She would just pop in with a line, like just a pair of lines. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, like this is so good. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to correct something. For some reason, I thought this was her first movie, but it is not at all. Oh, so, is it not? Yeah. I thought it was too. I'm looking at her wiki. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. I thought I read that in the production thing, but I'm wrong. Okay. But yeah, that that was my the uh the part what that really song got was me. That? that was from We Have All Been Blind. A song that okay. was very transitional, but yeah, that's then the thing, it's, it's a lot of different pieces in yeah. it and it just elevated like to me the There's part, a couple songs like that, yeah. To me, the part that really got me was Am I to risk my life to win a chance to live? Like whew. Right. Do I do I become his prey? Do I have any choice? Like, because to me, I like that line also because throughout the whole movie, it feels like she's just being jostled around and she doesn't have. Yeah, she's treated as bait for this guy. And yeah, exactly. So her acknowledging, does she have any choice in the matter of all this? Like, I just thought was powerful in this film where. Obviously, she had very choice, very limited choices throughout it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the whole end of the movie is her having to make that choice. Exactly. I will say this: uh, that song ranked very low for me. It look it it was low Those, for me, and then it got a little bit higher. We have all been it's, it's the one song where the talking killed it for me. Like it's, how it's, how it's broken up. When you guys had it seventeen and sixteen, yeah. so it's not that far apart but i think to joe's point is her part is so that's what i'm saying i I think i initially had it like 20th or something and then when i was listening back looking for lines i was like yo she kind of went crazy in here (laughs) there was a point i had that song at 22 (laughs) because of the talking yeah no no yeah she saves it yes but she saves the whole song by herself she was in mystic river she was in the day after tomorrow mystic river very good movie all right. Very great. Yeah, she's the lady in the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Is she? Lord yeah, Chapman. Like the one female character. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Back to the next one. Uh, uh, one of those Hollywood things where it's like, we need a woman. Rick. Number two line. <laughs> share with me one love, one lifetime. Save me from my solitude. 
<laughs> oh damn! I was like, yes, here it comes. <laughs> um, but I think for me that is that. Tell me that's not over thirty seconds. No, no, all of it's over thirty seconds. I think oh, the only okay. one not over so Rick's, thirty Rick's seconds might be the last one. Effing with us. Um, <laughs> no, no. When I sent it, I I, I literally thought well, I thought you said none of them were. I, and yeah, no, no. Once it started playing, time. I was like, yeah, this is Rick time. Um, <laughs> But uh, I think this in I think itself we, we all did it for this one. encapsulated yeah. who he was and what he wanted the whole time. He just wanted to be accepted and loved. Yeah. And although he yeah. groomed this person, he still didn't want her to be. He wanted her to make her own choice in the end. So that's that whole love yeah. lost aspect. But it was the one. He time, at least gives yeah. her the option. And if the other option is Rahul is killed. Yeah, who cares? Um, I would have been okay with it. Didn't like him that much as a person, anyways. Um, Don't know why either. Well, I'm just thinking of it from his perspective. Like she's choosing this freak. Yeah, come on. Um, But no, I think it was the one time where he actually said what he wanted and not use that anger or frustration or just not using violence. He just literally sat there and opened himself up, and that's Mm -hmm. why the song was number two. Like just that part alone before the uh, violet end. Um, no, but it, I thought it was very beautifully sung. I thought his true emotion and feelings finally came out. Also, he finally got ex- felt accepted for once in his life. Um, and I think that kind of flipped the switch in him at that point as well, which is why I let her go like. I think it was just better when he wasn't accepted in his mind and he thought he'll be vilified forever. Well, it comes back again in the down once more final scene too. Yeah. So yeah, that, that one was just like 17 minutes long. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never pick a line from now. <laughs> okay. My number two. Okay. Before that, sorry, I was... I know you're looking something up. I, I was looking at M, uh, Emmy... Emma Russo? <laughs> Emmy, Emmy Russo. Emmy uh, Rossum. <laughs> it's funny, I can't get the Emmy part right. I'm just messing with you. I was, I was doing the part, <laughs> the one you messed up before. Emmy Rossum. And she was the, the, the titular character in the Angeline uh, miniseries that... Peacock oh yeah, 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 from like last year. Yeah. So, are you still deep diving this lady? Because then Kyle was like, "This wasn't the first thing," and I was like, "Well, she's done. She's done a lot, actually. She's done a lot. <laughs> Shameless." I was like, "Man, when I found that out, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. I saw that. that I was like, "What? Mm. Beautiful." So, Kyle's good movie. number two line. Those who have seen your face draw back in fear. I am the mask you wear. It's me they hear. Your spirit and your voice in one command. 
I picked this part because it's both of them. It's their like real duet part, I think. Um, and them and like reiterating that we learned like from Angel of Music, it's like he's taught her, so she's like his representation of his music. I think it's very good. It is. And it's my number two song. Alrighty. My number one line. All I want is freedom. A world with no more night. And you always beside me. To hold me and to hide me. Then of you uh, the line is from um, and I just thought it was beautiful I thought it was poetic I thought it was germane to their situation and the line that I thought was phenomenal and I'm happy they brought it back and I'm happy Rick had it in his number two line was one love one lifetime Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a gut point. Just mm-hmm. those two, <laughs> those two phrases next to each other. I was like, "Oof, that is this Andrew Lloyd Webber guy know what he's doing." <laughs> I think it's yeah. the first we've heard uh, Patrick Wilson. Yes, yeah. it's the first we've heard the Patrick pod. Wilson uh, again singing. On surprisingly this good. Um, but yeah, no, I just thought it was it was beautiful. It was sappy in a way, but it was sappy in the right way. Um, so yeah, I, I just thought it was great. The horror yeah. king singing. The horror king. Uh, and Rick's number one line. Yeah, Andre, what a charming gala. Christine was in a word sublime. We yes. were hardly bereft when Carlotta left. On that note, the diva's a disaster. Must you cast her when she sees the past her prime? Dear Fearman, just a brief reminder. My salary has not been paid. <laughs> Send it care of the ghost by return of post PTO. No one likes a debtor, so it's better if my orders are obeyed. <sighs> right before my line yes and nice when i heard that line i knew it was gonna be my number one (laughs) (laughs) just how playful and fun especially since we don't get to hear much from these characters especially from a singing perspective all we hear i'm talking we see them doing creepy looks they were two creepy old guys too just gonna say yeah. that now. For sure. Very much so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they were rich, creepy old guys. They got like the money. First time and they we see creepy. them, it's like, who's that girl? Yeah. Well, that's my daughter. All right, is that girl related to you? Then? <laughs> what about this one? Yeah, but um, <laughs> that playful banter is part of why it was my number four song. It was the funnest song. Yeah, for sure. In this whole thing, um, and that's them reading the Phantom's yes. letters, which is fun. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no. Uh-huh. Um, Definitely love that line and just the uh, the way it's sung. Um, mm-hmm. That that playful boppity boppity boppity. Speaking yeah. of them, I love um, towards the end when the chandelier comes down, everyone's like getting lit on fire. 
one of them just shouts, we're ruined. <laughs> like that's all that's all they care about is like, we're going to lose money. Yep. <laughs> Everyone's like scrambling to get out. We're ruined. That's funny. It's very good. Yeah. Loved it. All right. And Kyle's number one line. Mm-hmm. I had to go over 30 seconds because what makes it work is that last line. It's so good. And to say that Russell Crowe could have done this. Have you heard stars? I did not say he could. I heard stars. I'm just saying. I didn't say he could do this. He might not be able to do this. He did that. That goes to my point. He did what he did. Butler's better because Crowe can't do this. Again, I'll reiterate. Okay. Butler. Had very high highs in this. Mm-hmm. He also had very low lows. I don't think his lows were that low. I think his lows. I don't know what you're talking I about. I think his lows were lower than Crussell's lows. Crussell's lows? <laughs> Crussell's low? <laughs> like, what the hell is going on this episode? Crussell low. <laughs> well, <laughs> the only one you really pointed out was the all. All I ask reprise, and I don't, that's not that bad. It's fine. All I ask reprise. Um, I remember when he starts doing the yelling thing, like that was very off-putting. Oh, you're talking about Stranger Than You Dreamt It. Um, yeah, they're they're combined. In yeah, that's a little weird. Of, I mean, that's I, was saying, that's I didn't love to that. Do. Why so that's silent? Didn't love that. <laughs> no, why so silent's good. Why Again, we, he's doing Skellington. Let us just give these two foreign actors okay. their credit for actors. their roles. They both did I their roles they both very well. Yes. But yeah, I had to put that number one. It's just such a... And the echo that they leave on that third part it's very good. to then for him to come in. Oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. And that's why I picked Kyle's line to be the last line played. I'm honored. Now it's time for the artist spotlight. And the certain artist on the artist. The artist. All right, fellas, we've been going back and forth amongst a few actors and actresses here in this film. I'm going to go to Rick, because I started with Kyle for the the rankings, and he did the lines last. So I'm going to go to Rick here, and I'm going to hope that Rick stays within the confines. No, no, no. One. I have one of each. One act. Okay. I have one of each, and I have honorable mentions. Hold Perfect. off on the auto. I will. So, favorite character. It was Madame Geary. Okay. Um, the reason for that is, regardless of what she knew, she was in on it and didn't know, she protected the hell out of those girls. Good point. She. 
even when it came to the Phantom, it's almost as if he never got close enough to her till that point. Like he, she made sure those girls were protected from all those comebacks. <laughs> like you couldn't. And not, the end yeah. when the theaters collapsed, she's like, "No, no, no, yeah, so turn around, um, get the hell out of here." Yeah, no. <laughs> and I think for her as a character, she had that mama bear, there you and go. she did it really well. Question: uh, Random interruption here. We have not talked about the black and white part of this movie. The like time the beginning forward part you mean yeah the, the, the start of the movie where we're in the 19, bookend yeah. Kind of part, yeah. who did you think were at the auction when you first saw it i had no clue yeah no i don't no. know who any of these people are i have no idea sure. until they said raul was it raul's name i could tell it was him um, when they went back yeah. that it was him and old man maker. i didn't know who oh, the yeah. woman was until i looked it up i didn't know who the woman was okay. I had no clue. Yeah. I was so confused. I was just surprised she was still alive. That's like later on, I, I yeah, I figured it out later. I thought eventually I was like, in the beginning, it's her I know. daughter? And then it's yep. like, no, it's oh, actually true. Madam Gary. She's way like, too oh. old, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh. Sorry. Rick, favorite performer. Favorite performer? Kyle already said it. It's the butler. What? Um, as a singer, wow, um, interesting. I was uh, similar to how I picked Crow. The butler. I was surprised that mm. he could do that. Like, I, it's and, a very uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield as well. And except for like one, exactly, except ah, yes. for one. Song, I think this is the Andrew Garfield award now. It should be. This yes. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 well, I, what did we say? It's like the didn't know they had didn't it. Didn't know in they had that in them. Yeah. Didn't know didn't they know had they that had in their, in their toolbox. The Andrew Carfield. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, um, I was just, I was just. I need to get Butler in another uh, music. Taken away, like, wow. Like, wouldn't be bad. He did that. Action movies. And he didn't sound bad. <laughs> He's, I wouldn't yeah. be mad. So. I'd like it more than Plane 4, whatever that he's doing right now. Plane, plane seven. Plane, two. plane on one plane. Plane two's coming out. <laughs> plane two's underway. Uh, that guy just needs to stop flying at this point. Look, I, plane's look insane. I've said a lot. I've said a, I, I haven't said this a ton, but Law Abiding Citizen is one of my favorite movies. It is. Gerard Butler kicks ass in I don't that. Think he I've kicks ever heard ass in a lot of movies that he's in. He's, this is a long ass. episode. He's Can just getting typecasted at this moment. If you talk about his career, <laughs> Kyle, he's uh, favorite guy. character, right. favorite performer. Uh, I'll do performer first because I know what it is. Well, is very understated. It's Patrick Wilson. Wow, uh, another didn't know he had it in him, even though he had the musical background. But I we had didn't no know idea. It. Yeah, I had no clue until looking up this movie. Uh, characters tough. Um, can I pick two and do Andre and Furman? Oh, oh my honorable oh, mentions. They're a package deal. They're a package <laughs> Those deal. Those were my honorable I'll mentions. All right. Anytime they popped up was fun. Solid. Solid. All right. Uh, favorite performer. I'm, I mean, I'm just hoping I don't mess up the name again. Emmy <laughs> Rossum. You did it. Okay. <laughs> he did it. Um, a revelation performance in this piece yeah. uh i walked away wondering like how have i not seen her in more things how did she not become like huge 
Uh, she she's had a good career, but like based off this performance, you yeah, she's always she in stuff. Been like freaking, but yeah. Well, I don't think she's done anything stuff. like this again. Yeah, true. She's like, in a lot of like dramas and comedies, but like not. instantly, I was thinking like after seeing this, I was like, man, was she at least in the running for Les Mis for the uh, Anne Hathaway role? I was like, like, well, I think they said. Like looking at casting, like Anne Hathaway was, was, was a name for this. For this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so. and then you got, uh, exactly. what's this? Bit? You got our boy, the Jacked Man. Jacked Man, so exactly. A lot again, of, more crossover. A lot of crossover there. So more crossover. Yeah. Um, and as Jacked far Man. as character, character, I'm going to go with Carlotta. I'm not even going to try to say her last name. Hmm. Um, for what? They, you did chili? I'm not going to try it. I'm too drunk to try it. For what they asked mm. Minnie Driver to do, for what the character had to be, how over the top she had to be as the prima donna and this larger-than-life personality, I thought she did a fantastic job of playing it um, as ridiculous, as straight as it could be done. So, mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Um Rick, did you have any other honorable mentions other than the two that Kyle said? Oh no, no, those that was my that was it. Yeah. All right. So then that gotcha. takes us right to the favorite scenes, fellas. What were your favorite scenes? Kyle, I'll start with you first. Man, we talked about it so much already, but it's gotta be the I Phantom think. first taking Christine down there with the Phantom of the Opera song. Like the song of course is a huge part of it but i think like i was saying the way it's shot her going through the tunnel the horse the gondola the candles coming out of the water like that whole like again that's when the movie really got me i yeah. was like that's when it shifts into like third nuts. gear yeah yeah the 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 gear gets shifted at that point and i'm like this is just so like that whole scene is so cool and i was like i'm in all right rick what was your favorite scene Masquerade. The masquerade. Ah, yeah. That was a very talk about masquerade that much. lovely, yeah. lovely yeah. scene. Um, the is. song was good. The scene, the dancing. It it was what it was. So It was top 10 for all of us. Yep. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid song. Mm, 12. 12 for me. Mm. Oh, I didn't scroll Top 12 down. for all of us. <laughs> top 12. <laughs> top 12 for all of us. Uh, I'm going to... My favorite scene is going to be very odd. Uh, hmm. But it's the same thing that kind of like tripped me out when I was younger when I saw this in film cl- in uh, acting class, and I think this kind of led to where my mind was to be like a f- uh, to want to be in film filmmaking to some degree. But this, it starts off when it's in black and white, and then when they reveal the chandelier. And then the chandelier ascends upward and the that is dust really blows off of everything that's black and white and color fades back into the film. I was like, that's Yo. when you first hear the, the theme too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's when you hear the overture and everything. That's and I'm a like, great, I'm, I'm so glad Yo. you brought this up. Yeah. <laughs> this, that part is really good. Is epic. <laughs> Cause it starts so weird. You're like, what are they doing? It starts so here? weird, they're so like, slow. So they're like, talking about this tragedy from years ago. They're like, you may have heard the tale of the Phantom, and I'm like, what is happening? And here? then it's but then yeah, 
they take the cover off the chandelier, their auction, and it flies up, and it's like it's now like, we're in forty is, years ago. Like this is the time it happened. Yeah, it is like that's like, a great. That's a great that scene. is such like good movie making. That's such a movie right. scene. You can't replicate that anywhere else. You can't do that on stage. That is germane to movie making. And every time I seen it, I'm like, yo, and <laughs> they did this. So the two times you've seen it. The two times, yeah, every time, every time. Every time. <laughs> every me, I was thinking time. of the two times, but I every, every time. time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now it's time for the Metacritic game. That's the play game. Why do I care? I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. That time looks like you're running out of time. All right, this is the Metacritic game. Metacritic is a website that compiles reviews from all across the internet and other places into a score from zero to 100. Rick knows that score. Joe and I will try to guess it. And I... My winning streak is, is it is starting is at to an uh, end. It is dwindle. now Joe's winning streak. Yes, I forgot. I lost is, two in yeah. a row. I got two. Oh, okay, two in a row. Yeah. So yeah. now it's eighteen to fifteen with three ties. Hmm. 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 Progress there. And then the year strong over here. This is a tough one. <sighs> this, this, is, honestly, this is kind of a tough one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, I sent I sent my pick. Oh, you already sent it. Um, I had an idea. I didn't wake up with a number, but I had an idea. Didn't wake up with a number. Didn't have an idea. It's been a while I'm since that's happened. Teetering on a number right now. I'm gonna have to hit enter here soon. <laughs> I'm not confident in this number. I will say I'm that. I'm gonna have fun. to hit enter here soon. Uh, all right, I'm changing my number. I'm doing the thing I said I'm gonna stop doing. Boom! It's in. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Can I get all original numbers? Uh. Because if you're going to tell us, don't know what you if mean. you're telling us you're changing it, I always like to know what the original number is. Oh, uh, the original number was 68, and now I've gone with Lane Johnson. So I went with Jordan Malata, <laughs> and I changed it to Back Lane to Johnson. Back to the Eagles. I okay. did the Eagles thing that I probably shouldn't do. I don't think mine is an yeah. Eagle. <laughs> Back to the Eagles. So we got two very different numbers. Well, it's not that uh, different. Well, not really. Um, we got 70, sorry, 65 and 78. Okay. Ooh. Um, this movie was nominated for an Oscar. Was it? Damn it. Um, <laughs> the music was. No, I said it was three. Yeah, I didn't know it was the itself. The movie itself. I didn't. I didn't remember that part. I thought it was well, cinematography, gonna... art design, and original song. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it wasn't itself wasn't nominated. Yeah. For, I thought it was up for best picture. Oh no no! He no. threw me. He I threw would me. have mentioned. He would have mentioned that, that directly. I, Kyle, you asked me to remember something from like two hours ago at this point. Yeah, it has been a while. <laughs> well, I'm trying to speed this up. Like I didn't even give all my favorite scenes. I gave a scene. I know that was really. Well, good let's talk me. about so, the play game. But <laughs> the play game. We we heard all the accolades for a movie the critics rated a forty out of a hundred. Wow! Plus forty. Plus 45. Minus 45. Minus. (laughs) (laughs) 
four or forty. Please tell me it's forty. Okay. Four or forty plus forty five minus forty five. Yeah. Okay. So I've lost. You can't win. You lose. I don't know why I went. Good day, sir. Why did I go that? I high? thought he was going to go eighty. Like I thought he was straight going eighty. I don't think I was going to go below sixty five. Uh, so I feel like the, Joe was going to win anyway. The problem no is, is audiences loved it. Mm. Okay, they were torn. Critics like critics were torn, almost half and half. Half loved it, half hated it. Um, yeah, but, that, yeah, that'll do it. it, it but well, critics yeah. get weird about adaptations. Like, yeah, yep, especially because so, critics probably seen the original on stage. Or something. Mm-hmm. So, so, oh, they're all stuffy and we gotta up their own. But I think we got what two weeks left before the end of the year, or two more left before the end of the year. We have two more movies to do. This is looking like it may have to shape out to be a tie all around. It's possible. (laughs) Let's go. It's possible. It's now 1816. Don't like this. Man. I've lost closer with the Lane Johnson plate. Let's go. Back to the Eagles numbers. That's why I was wondering what the first one was. All right. All right, now it's time for... You would have won with 68. I, I know, the one with Jordan Malata. <laughs> you believe weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. Comments from the company. We got no comments from the company. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a little derelict in my duty getting it out late. I was traveling this weekend. That's my fault. Traveling to Florida. Uh, yeah, we got to do it on like the off. I was about to say, yeah, I, I, I meant think, to do yeah. it Thursday and I, I just work and everything. Uh, I, I got I got caught up there. Went home um, to see I'll the be better. Canes lose to the state but, uh, in yeah, person. But don't, we don't need to talk about that. Don't and Ricardo has uh, so much Florida State gear on. It was. Don't, wow. Don't talk about that. Don't know what yeah. I'm talking about. That. Not a sports show. Um, but if you want to leave a comment sure from the coming. company, check out Who Does a Pod. That is Who Does a Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you want to get into the Discord, uh, check out the pinned tweet on Twitter. That'll give you access <laughs> to get to Time out. Web. It's not a sports show, but all you do is pick Eagle players. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those are just numbers. I got numbers. I was like, say? Just check. Again, at who does a pod on Twitter and Instagram. Pin tweet on Twitter. Get you to the Discord. Uh, Kyle. We are part of the New Low Network. Go to anewlow.co to check out all the other shows that Joe, I, and others are on. While you're there, you can check out our merch page. Merch! Because we got shirts for the handboys and the company. And in lots of different colors. Because if you buy a shirt in every color... You will win the Hamboy Challenge, which means... Which means you have to meet me in Paris. Whoa. At... I don't know the name of the opera house. The Opera Populaire? Ah, Opera Popularis. <laughs> is it Popularis or Populaire? I think it's just Populaire. Okay. Popular. Uh, um, and there we'll The popular opera. Uh, 23 songs from... <laughs> Very catchy. Yeah. We'll perform... 13 songs from Fedeba oh. the Opera. I don't need some you're, of those bottom songs. Top 13. I'm not performing. Give my top 13. Il Muto. We'll but, exactly. But I'm, not, he, I'm not performing he, Magical Lasso. But he I may perform it. Hannibal. Yeah, it's a possibility. <laughs> That's close. It's in discussion. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. 
And then we'll do the 46 songs of Hamilton. And if you go to my website, joedorval.com, and get one of each shirt, not each color, just one of each shirt, um, we can do all 27 records from TV, TV season two, and outside. uh, I'm a fan of that cover art. Uh, you're not a fan of that. I cover said art? I am a fan of that oh, I was cover. Oh, I thought that was my best cover art so far. It actually is. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, because I could tell what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can also check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. That's Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. Uh, Kyle, where can we find you on socials? Uh, I'm on. What do I even say these days? At VT Loader on the former Twitter. Uh, doing nothing basically on that anymore. <laughs> uh, but Rick, where do we find you, fellas? You can find me here in two weeks. That's and true. Only we can find him here in two only weeks because here. in two weeks we're going to be doing a favorite of mine. I believe one that Kyle really likes, and I don't remember if Rick's seen it or not. Rick, have you seen this one? I don't even know what it is. I'm 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 in suspense. Oh, we are going to be watching Inside Lewin Davis, a no. Coen brother film. Never seen uh, it. Came out in twenty. Okay. I don't know. Fifteen. I'm gonna say well, the I, teens. In I there remember inside. I was in college when I saw it. Twenty thirteen. Thirteen. Dang. 13. That early. Wow. Um, uh, it's currently streaming on Showtime and Paramount Plus. Currently streaming on Showtime and Paramount Plus. Cohen Brothers. Cohen Brothers film. Yes, yes, yes. Also, that week, tentatively, oh. we oh, have scheduled our next rewatch. Which good thing we scheduled it because we got to add another bumps. one anyways. Yeah. <laughs> We're washing out. We're breaking even on this one. <laughs> Now, should we mention that now or after the next episode? Um, well, well, we're giving people a heads okay. up. Yeah, we're giving a little, giving a little leeway. This is yeah, the two weeks from now. Yeah, uh, December second. Heads up, mm-hmm. December second. It will be um, right now. I think early before me and Kyle were uh, discussing, Rick wasn't there. I said I think this should be the once rewatch. That's primarily because I now have a tradition of watching Hamilton on Thanksgiving, so I don't want to back to back Hamilton watch. Um, I thought it was on. right when Rick called. Yeah, and you exactly. said that, and then Rick called, and I was like, "What are you talking about? You have a tradition where you watch Hamilton on Thanksgiving." So since twenty twenty, I wake up, three year old tradition. I start cooking. I throw Hamilton on the tube, and then right after Hamilton finish, we watch Detroit Lions, baby. And then we watch the cowboy. Like it's oh, okay. it's a roll. It's you dive right in. You dive right. You know in. That is interesting. I can see okay. that because technically, if you watched it enough, you're really just listening to the soundtrack. Exactly, it's all in the background yeah. to a degree. And then last year, we drove to Ariel's grandparents' house, and I just played the soundtrack on the drive over. Right. There. So okay. Um. But yeah. So. Uh, I think by the December 2nd, we would hammer out if it's going to be another Hamilton watch or a once watch. So those are the two that are... I'm fine uh, with once, man. I love once. For it right and beginning now. again. We know um, you do, Rick. So. We're aware. <laughs> so, outside of that, don't forget to head over to anewlow.co to check out all the other shows on the network. Don't forget to check out joedorville.com. Don't forget to 
show up here in two weeks because I've been your host, Headphone Joe, and I've been here with his right hand man and left. I'll be dead and gone. Perfect. Bang! Hang me, oh, hang me. <laughs>